0: Facilitator of Healing, Karen Leslie.
1: Well, hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're here with me today. We've got a really interesting episode for all of you today, and it's all about anger. And to be perfectly honest, I have had so much information coming through. uh, It's just been crazy that I actually kind of feel like I've done the show. (laughs) So I know that may sound ridiculous to you and make no sense. But we'll see where we go because it's been really, um, it's been phenomenal for me. So let's hope that I can translate all of this information to you as we look at, I am so angry. Now, angry, anger, it can be a dicey topic. It can be one that brings up a lot of emotion, a lot of fears, and oh my gosh, so many judgments. So I would like us to put all of that aside and be present with as as much as you can with what it is I'd like to share with you today. I'm going to be covering things from all different angles, and I want to say right off the bat, that I actually do not have any strong feelings or judgments around judgment or how you uh, may be dealing with your anger and everything. And I'm going to deal a, a little bit with my anger and how I've dealt with that. So I have actually been on the Inspired Choices Network now for over six months. So I'm feeling extremely proud about this. I'm super grateful to be one of the hosts on this amazing network. And I'm very proud, yep, proud of creating Cultivating Kindness with Karen. And on top of that already great news, I've got more good news for you. You can now watch me live on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.tv. And you can go there onto that um, website and watch me live. You can watch me live now on Facebook. It's going to be on my my page. Um, I'm live on YouTube like it's it's crazy. So if you are watching live and you do have questions, please though come over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com choices network.com forward/ chat room because then I can get some questions and we can have some
2: interaction as well. So, where to begin. I think I'm very qualified to talk about
1: anger. (laughs) That may sound a little odd to start off with. I think everybody has experienced anger at some point in their life. It's kind of like a given because we go through life and situations come up and events happen and we have this reaction to what is going on in our world. And I'm going to speak personally here when I say That for me, having so many years of anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts, that there would have been no possibility of me not experiencing anger. And my anger was kind of the bedrock of all of that for me, which I didn't realize at the time. To be honest, I didn't think I carried a lot of anger. Sure I got angry and there were times I stormed out of my house and
2: just went for long walks because I couldn't handle being near anybody. But then I thought, okay, I've dealt with it. But I didn't. I absolutely did not
1: deal with it. I am still dealing with some of it. I have let so much go. And all of the anger that I was I have become
2: aware of, and even more that I became aware of this morning, none of it was wrong. None of it was a bad thing. It was what it was in those moments. And now I
1: can look at it from a different perspective. And that's part of my healing. All right. So what do you guys think about anger? I've had a couple of questions come through, and I'll make sure that I answer those as we go through the show today. But really, what is anger to you?
2: Is it wrong? You've just heard me say it's not. But what do you believe? Is anger wrong? Is anger harmful? Perhaps anger is empowering for you. Perhaps anger makes you feel
1: stronger right. It strengthens your belief in something.
2: Maybe anger makes you feel smaller. You feel ashamed. You go into judgment that you shouldn't have allowed
1: those emotions to come forward. There's so many ways that we can tune into looking at anger. And there's so many ways that anger can take over even when we're not aware of it. So there's a ton to go through today. Maybe this might be a two-part. I'm not sure. We'll see where we get to today. But I really, 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 really want to stress that from my perspective, I don't have a judgment about somebody that is experiencing anger. A lot of my clients have a lot of anger. And we work with it. And we un- cover it because we do a really really good job at covering up our anger like we a lot of us don't want it to be seen a lot of women in particular get very criticized
2: if they express real anger and rage complete distrust in something
1: this society has its views on women in anger and men in anger and I'm not really going to no I am not going to get into that Today, But I I do want to acknowledge that society has its norms and its viewpoints about what anger is, how anger should look or not look, and it has a
2: viewpoint about the person experiencing the anger. So, what do we think anger is? Truthfully, it's a reaction. It's a
1: spontaneous reaction in many cases when it is deep seated, when it touches a deep core or a deep wound in somebody. And wound or hurt are key words.
2: When we have these sensitive or tender areas that are part of who we are and they feel like they're attacked, then we can become angry. We may be hurt first,
1: and the anger may come moments later, days or weeks later, or it can appear in an instant. I tended to be one of those people that hid the initial reaction of anger I allowed it to fester. I allowed it to build and eat away inside me
2: and kind of come out later on. Not super healthy, but that's what I was doing. And that really,
1: that was the best way that I knew how to handle anger for me in that time. And remember that we are doing the best that we can in the moment. You are, you are responding sometimes. Most often you are reacting to a situation, to a word, to something you've seen. And the chemical response in your body takes over. The mind goes into like, oh, immediate, fast track. We have to tell her this. We have to show her this. This must be how she is to respond,
2: or he, right? I'm speaking personally, I'm thinking about my mind and how it, how it talks to me, right? These moments are real, but often they are not the real you. As I said, it's a reaction.
1: Reactions are based on our belief systems. They're based on the chemical response that our body is used to, that it likes, that it looks for. But those chemical responses are programmed into us. They are not the real you. They're based on your belief system, based on past programming, based on your childhood those who are influencing you, like all of that stuff. Now the key here is, if you're not aware that this anger is based on all of these different things and have different levels of influence over you, then you're not going to be able to choose to change it. I'm sure you have people that you know or knew, they may not be in your life anymore, that you just thought of as being an angry person. They're just an angry so-and-so. They're always angry. They're always looking for something to be angry about.
2: Hence, they always find something to be angry about. It may not be their conscious choice to be that angry person. But it is the person that they're comfortable being. Does that make sense? Do you get that? They're used to being angry. They're comfortable being angry.
1: People have labeled them as being an angry person.
2: They may say that they are, I am an angry person. And so that becomes their reality. So
1: until we know That we can change that until we
2: truly buy into that that is actually not who you are. That's who
1: you have become. That's who you have identified as. That
2: is who you are choosing to be. Then we can't change it. There are so many reasons behind all of this. I don't have time today to go into them all but
1: the one point I want you to take away at the moment in this segment here is it truly is not who you truly are. This anger if it becomes a large part of your life
2: is something or someone that you have become. A newborn infant will cry. A newborn infant can feel discomfort and pain. A newborn has immediate desires for food to be taken care of. But a newborn infant is not angry.
1: Now, if they're neglected, sure, that can be something they
2: learn to become. But that is not who we are when we arrive. These behaviors can be modeled for us and we see how they work or how they don't work. So we either adapt and adopt to anger or we avoid and we hide and we bury it. Both are based on
1: what is comfortable for us and what we have seen that might work for others or what worked for ourselves, or didn't work. When you maybe expressed anger when you were young and, oh boy, that did not go over well with your parents or your caregivers. That I experienced. I learned very, very young to not express any emotion in any form of strength or strong way, especially anger, frustration, or saying something that the other person didn't want to hear.
2: So don't contradict. Mm -hmm. anger is part of every person's life
1: and how we choose to work with it how big a slice of that pie we choose to give it is all up to us so the good news is we all experience anger yeah it is good news because emotions are there for us to experience nothing wrong with emotions it's how we choose to work with them how we choose to let them perhaps override our life and take over Or if we choose to bury them and ignore them, because that is not good either.
2: On that note, hopefully a slightly more positive note, because it got a little heavy there at the beginning. That's okay. We need to go to our
1: first break. So we are live and live streaming here for Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Of course, I'm Karen Leslie, your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here today to discuss this topic of anger and I am thrilled to have my very first show that's live streaming. It's very exciting. Thank you all for watching and being here with us. Don't go away. We have just a couple of commercials and then we'll be, we will be right back and we're going to talk more about okay so what do I do with this and answer some of the questions that have come in. All right thanks everyone we'll be right back.
0: We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness these experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world the universe is always listening so what are you telling the universe today tune in to cultivating kindness with karen each week as karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you listen to cultivating kindness with karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. So, Cultivating Kindness with Karen. What does kindness have to do with anger? When the idea came to talk about, you know, I am so angry, that question popped into my mind, like, okay, does this even fit what I want to be speaking about? And it does. I think when we have a greater understanding of anger, how we deal with anger, where our anger comes from, then we build a stronger, kinder, more honest relationship with ourself and that is kindness a hundred percent kindness kindness is not right as i've said before like it's not just all lollipops and unicorns and rainbows and all of the fluff fluff kindness is also looking at the things that are harder for you and looking and saying okay why is this so difficult and i know why is not a great question but looking at it and discovering more information about you. What makes you tick? And then how do you tick? And as we understand this, and we get to a place of acceptance, that that's what's going on, realizing that is there. And then the choice, do I wish to maintain this? Is this helpful? Or do I wish to change it somehow? Or do I wish to let it go 100%, gone, goodbye? One of the questions was like, like, what are the benefits of anger? And there are numerous benefits of anger. There's many ways of looking at it. As I was saying in the first uh, segment,
2: anger can make some people feel really empowered, it really gives them strength. It helps them to believe that they are correct. That they're right about something. And that person, that person is wrong. Now, is that
1: a kindness to yourself? Not necessarily. But it is a benefit that many people actually Enjoy about being angry. That shift in the hormones and the chemistry in the body, that rush that they get when they feel that anger, when you are accustomed to it and comfortable with it, it works for you and it is a benefit. Now, from my perspective, I'm going to be very honest and say I don't think it's a healthy benefit. There will be times where in that moment, it works and it's healthy and it's the right thing for you to do. But to be and carry and have that vibration and frequency with you on a regular basis. No, no, I I don't believe that that is healthy. The long term effects, the hormones, the chemicals and the the cortisol and everything that's happening to you on a cellular level. That is not healthy. But it's like that fight or flight idea. Like when you actually have to turn and fight and you anger can be that you need to turn and fight with your words. And I'm not looking at or going to get into fight with your fists or do anything
2: that way. But when those words have to come out. Cool. Let them out. Now. What do you do with that? Because chances are going to be
1: that person that those words were directed to is going to get angry as well. Or they could get extremely hurt and it will be really visible to you that you have deeply hurt that
2: person. So what do you do next? You have that choice in that moment.
1: You can maintain your anger. You can maintain that power and strength.
2: Because you may feel that it's giving in or you've lost. If you don't. You can apologize. You can acknowledge that maybe what you just said was hurtful. But you know what? What I don't want you to do. Is I don't want you. To go into
1: justification. I don't want you to go explaining why you got angry. Because when we explain something, we open up that door for the other person to come in and really, in, in a heated situation, go on the attack.
2: You got angry. Cool. Admit you got angry. If you feel you should apologize, apologize. If you want to
1: say something else, fine. But I am really, truly saying, I don't want you to go into justification. This will be a nonstop back and forth, back and forth between you and the other person, because then it gives them permission to do that as well. And then anger can carry on between you and this other person for years.
2: I've seen it. So I hope that makes sense. If not, let me know. All right. Send me an email,
1: Karen at karenleslie.ca. You know, if you're here and you want to come in live to the uh, chat room, then you can send me a message or a question through the chat room, and we can explain it further. All right? Other benefits of being angry is it affirms your belief. I mean, I talked a little bit about that as well in the first segment that that's why we can get angry because it goes against our belief, a, a, a core. Thought that you hold very strongly within you. So when somebody goes against that or attacks that, we feel we need to defend it again so we can get angry. And again, it just comes to us justifying
2: ourselves, making ourselves feel better, and we get into that whole cycle. Another benefit of being angry is it can actually
1: diffuse a situation depending on who else you are with and who is part of the conversation or the uh, the events that are happening. When we have um, an abrupt change in the energy that we are, are communicating in, it can have a bit of like a, a shock value. And it gets people's attention and they're like, whoa, okay,
2: like you just did that? You just said that, and that actually can be a break
1: in an escalation of the frequencies or or the conversation that's going on that is required in order for you to actually stop going down a road that could lead to more difficulties. Now, that um, method or that way of using anger will only work when it's used occasionally. If it becomes your norm and you're doing it all the time, people get accustomed to it and its effectiveness will just sort of dwindle away. But it can be a really good way to stop something that's getting out of hand. So there's another benefit of it. But really, what it all comes down to is it makes you feel better. It's a perceived benefit for you. It's not a benefit necessarily for everyone that
2: you're around or that you're with. You do it out of reaction because it's important to you to be angry
1: or to feel the effects of anger in your body,
2: to have that sensation in your body. So you choose anger. It's addictive. Any emotion can be addictive and we can
1: Strive and thrive and seek it out all the time so that that sensation in your body is there on demand because you like it. Your body actually likes to feel that way. That may sound really odd, but it's really, it's very true. It really is. Okay, so that's some of the um,
2: benefits to anger for some people. The not so common benefit, that if it's brought to your attention, that, this is, that you are doing this a
1: lot, then that gives you an opportunity to look at it and see if you wish to maintain it. So that's kind of a hidden benefit. Um, it can be kind of scary for the person that chooses to tell you that if you are actually a little bit more of an aggressive, angry person. So uh, good on them. <laughs> We're trying to bring it to your attention and give you an opportunity to change. Okay. So that's more the explosive anger that has with those that benefits or that reaction anger, right? We all can carry anger with us on a low level as well. and We can carry it for an extended period of time
2: benefits to that way of working with anger and having anger as part of your life. You know, the really I I want to say there are none. That would not be true. There's always a benefit
1: to the choice you're making, otherwise you wouldn't make it. So you believe that this is the right way to handle anger to carry a low level of anger with you all the time. And it just kind of sits and simmers. And so you're always, Hmm. I was going to say you're always aware of it, but you know what? I don't think so. I'm going to change that. I think a lot of people like myself that always carried a low level of anger or frustration with them is more likely not aware that they're doing it. So the benefit is more hidden. It's more from a belief of keeping you safe, helping to hide a part of you that you don't want others to see. So it comes more under the,
2: uh, what do I say this? More under staying safe, allowing to still be part of
1: the group or the family or the situation you're in, because if you expressed it, there could be a fear that you're oust, you're gone. They, they, they don't want you around anymore. Um, so, yeah, you're choosing it. There's a benefit for you. But is it long term healthy? I don't think so. I really don't think so. The long term harmful effects on your body and the cells in your body are very real. Number of your organs, your lungs, your, your liver, your kidney, these are organs that carry these more uh, intense emotions of anger and fear, rage, things like that. So they struggle as well when you, they're carrying it all the time. So, uh, yeah, we, people like me, sure, carry it along for decades. Is that a good idea? My perspective is, nope, not a good idea. All right. The, <laughs> we're up to another break. And to be perfectly honest, I barely got any of the notes that I made, and that's okay. We'll come back after this break. I will make a little more of a focused effort, although I really am responding to the people watching. So what's coming up is hopefully helpful for you and exactly what you need to hear. So don't go away, and we'll see what we can uh, do to kind of wrap this up a little bit and help you. For those of you that would like to change the anger you're carrying, let's look at that after the break, find a couple of tools and a few things you can do to shift this and get it so your body is not carrying the anger as often or for as many years as it may currently be doing. So don't go away. We'll be right back here on the Inspired Choices Network. And you're hanging out with me, Karen Leslie, and I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. All right. Bye, everyone.
0: We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Hello, hello. All right, let's carry on this conversation about anger from the perspective now. Okay, what do I do with it? I'm going to finally admit that I've, I'm carrying it. I've heard what you said, Karen, in the previous two segments, and I I get it. I would like to change this. And if you don't get it, you don't understand what I was very quickly going through from the perspective of beliefs and choice and all of that and upbringing, then get in touch with me. We can have a, you know, a 30 minute call and we can chat a
2: little bit about it. We can work together. Anger is Simple yet complicated.
1: So, working on it on your own to get rid of it and to get rid of like the trauma as well that is there with the anger. I would highly recommend you work with somebody. And I do this work a lot with people. So, let me know. I'm on all the social media platforms. You can find me everywhere LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you like. You can catch up with me and send me a message. Or you can book a session. You can book from my
2: website as well, KarenLeslie.ca. All right. So now let's look at this. You've come to the place now where you recognize that you are either very angry about a
1: situation or you see that you actually kind of push it away and it's just simmering inside of you. And, oh, interesting. Okay. So. How many, sidetrack slightly, how many passive-aggressive people do you know? Or are you passive-aggressive? I, I feel I'm queen of being passive-aggressive, but I'm slowly taking that crown off and, uh, and getting rid of it. But that's how I survived.
2: Passive-aggressive people. Yes, they are actually quite angry people. They're
1: carrying a lot of hurt. They're carrying a lot of trauma. And they're carrying a lot of anger. So if you see someone that is acting in that fashion, maybe hold on to the back of your thoughts that actually there's something else going on. Mm, That can be a whole show on itself as well, right? This passive aggressive side. So step one is you need to recognize that anger is. A reaction. It's touched you in a way that has
2: activated something inside you that is hurt, that is sad, that is so uncomfortable that your mind and your body
1: figured there was no other choice than to have that reaction.
2: So what do you do if you don't want to stay in anger? Remember in the last segment, I
1: mentioned that, you know, sometimes using anger, raising your voice, saying something can shift or break that energy that's in the room. And that can give you an opportunity to change the direction of the situation or the conversation. You can do that for yourself with the use of questions, ask yourself, what did I just react to? Why? And I know why, but why did I react with such? What is behind my reaction to this? Anytime you ask a question, any situation, it doesn't matter what's going on. You change the energetic environment.
2: You can ask, wow, do I love this? I I remember a
1: few years ago, quite a few years ago, getting really, really angry at three people that were coming to my house. They walked in and I was just like, greeted them, turned around, literally put my back to them, walked upstairs and went into the bathroom off our bedroom. And I was just like fuming and it felt good. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm hundred percent owning it. And then I had this awareness, like just this question popped in, you can change this. And the anger went away, like it just like that. It went away. To be honest, I was pissed off. I was enjoying being angry in that moment. I felt very justified being angry in that moment. They had done wrong, right? All my perception, they did nothing wrong. In honest truth, absolutely nothing wrong. But I chose to see their behavior as wrong. And then I got ticked that my anger went away and I didn't know what to do. So I stood there for a few more minutes and I thought, well, this is silly. I'm not enjoying just standing here. I was enjoying being really mad at them. So I went back downstairs. And everything carried on. I did not justify anything. I didn't go into any of it. And everything was fine from there
2: on in. So asking a question. What am I angry at? Who am I angry at? Because anger is an inside job. Anger is based, based,
1: right, on your beliefs. It has nothing to do with the other person. You are responding to an action, a word, or a look, or a whatever from another individual. It's your interpretation, your response, your reaction. It's an inside job. It's your personal conflict that's created the anger. Now, what the other person did, it may not have been nice. It could have been wrong. It could have taken something that somebody cherished and picked it up and just threw it on the floor and broke it. That is not a behavior that we look at as being acceptable.
2: But is your reaction to it acceptable to you? If it is, cool. Or would you like to change it? Would you like to know what's going on in that person's world that that
1: Action was just demonstrated. Anger is an inside job. It's that conflict
2: in you based on your thoughts, your beliefs, and your desire to feel right, to be correct. It's that desire to say, you shouldn't have broke that. What gave you the right to break that? You had no right to do that. Versus, wow, what just happened there? Are you okay? Did you get cut? Is there something I can help you with? Would you like to go somewhere and talk? Two very, very different ways of responding. The second one takes
1: practice, so much practice, because your body is hardwired to go into the anger, that outburst, that defending of your belief. Truly, the brain is
2: hardwired. You've had those thoughts for so long that it's automatic. And this is why working with someone to help those hard wires
1: literally disintegrate and come apart. So you can rewire a new response, not a reaction. You rewire a
2: new response that's kinder to you and kinder to the other person. Use of question. So good. Another tactic. Step away. Literally, turn your back, walk away, remove
1: yourself from the situation. Give yourself that moment, that pause to allow yourself that time to make a choice versus a reaction. Use you wish to still use anger and you feel that that's appropriate and what you need to do in that moment, cool. Bring the anger in. Express. Don't justify. Don't
2: defend. Express what you need to say. Don't attack. And then ask another question or turn away and give yourself that moment
1: to pause and see what you wish to do next. In that moment, call in waves of kindness to you and to the others that are involved and that may have caused the hurt. Again, you don't know the reason behind what's going on for that person. Sure, you've thought of them for decades as just being an angry person. They just love to find something to be angry about. They love to pick on everybody. There's a reason behind that. The brain developed that; it didn't arrive that way. And when we can remember that, we can find that space and energy of kindness when anger comes up. Now, I'm not saying be a doormat. You know, be a wishy-washy person. Have no point of view. Don't you know defend your, you know, a strong belief. No, but know why you're making your choice. And is it appropriate in that time? Or have you got caught in a story and you keep repeating it through your anger and you repeat and you repeat and you repeat to the point where you don't even realize that this is a story that's keeping you stuck in anger? So there's are some ways you can look at it. Those are a couple of things you can do to help you when a situation arises and that anger comes forward. How would you like to choose? All right. So we are at another break, our third and final one. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with me here today on the Inspired Choices Network. I love having you here with me. And today's topic, yeah, a little heavy, but I think it's really important. And I think it's one that, a lot of people need to hear about and I do trust I, I absolutely trust in the divine that when I'm given a topic to talk about on our shows when we're together that there's a reason and the reasons sometimes they're to help me 100% honesty but more often they're there because you and I have something that we're both working on and by my sharing my experience, my healing, and the tools that I use with myself and my clients that I'm hopefully helping you as well. So don't go away, please. We will be back in just a couple of minutes. You're here on the Inspired Choices Network, as I was saying, and we have a lot more to cover and wrap up when we get back. So I will see you shortly, everyone. Thank you.
0: We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Karen at KarenLeslie.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. I thought of another question that we can use when we are in anger while we had that couple of minute break. So, another thing you can ask yourself is, right? If I wasn't feeling angry, what could I be feeling right now? If I wasn't happy being angry, what could I be aware of? right now. And it, re- it made me think quickly about um time, oh gosh, so many years ago. I don't even know, maybe close to 20. And I was supposed to um, pick somebody up. They weren't there at the designated time. Then I needed to drop off other people and then meet a third person. So there was a lot of moving parts here going on. So first person wasn't there. And I got angry because I got angry at this individual because I was going to feel embarrassed about being late to the third person in in the sequence of things with dropping off the second person
2: in the middle. Now, this person knew nothing about this. But I got really angry. That individual that didn't get picked up, yeah, naturally got angry at me but I felt justified in my anger. This person
1: felt justified in theirs because I didn't follow through on my promise to pick the person up.
2: What I didn't know, well, found out during our our conversation, but what I didn't know at the time
1: that we, when we had set the time for pickup was the clocks
2: that this individual was going by, this person didn't wear a watch, were five minutes slower than the actual time. And that was done on purpose in that uh, place. So of course, we were not going to be able to meet up at the time that was going to match with each other. Something like that, some simple piece of missing information
1: can create the anger, can create the fear of embarrassment, can create so many different emotions. I felt totally justified in my anger. My watch said this time, you didn't show up. It was your responsibility to be there. It was my responsibility from their perspective to be there on the time that worked, that they were following their timing, forgetting to tell me that the clocks were different because they've always been different. That was the norm. So anger can come through for so many things. Miscommunication is a big part of it. So asking yourself, okay, what could I be aware of right now? What information am I missing that has caused me to be angry? Or what information is missing that's caused this other person to be so angry, right? using the questions to break that energy and to bring you back into your awareness, into curiosity. Okay. So how do I handle this? Is there something different I can be doing than what I have done in the past? All of these different approaches bring in that energy of kindness. It shifts you out of that explosive justification That empowerment energy that you maybe really like, but truthfully, is not helpful. When we always have to be right, we open ourselves up to more and more opportunities to be angry or to carry that frequency of anger within us. Not kind, not kind to you. And then... People around you, they pick up on that. They're aware of that that frequency that you're emitting. It's not going to make them want to get closer to you. No, those that love you unconditionally, sure, not a problem. But if you're looking to expand who you know, you're looking to expand your world, and you're giving off the vibration of low-seated anger or explosive anger on a regular
2: basis, Good luck, really good luck, because unconsciously everybody
1: else is aware of something, even though they can't maybe label it, that they're just not wanting to be around. When you are a space of kindness and you're a space of working with anger in a different way, again, no doormats, no jellyfish being here but you change the energy of you and your environment and the people around you will respond differently.
2: You become an invitation instead of a barrier. You become someone that they may be curious to, get to know more about instead of somebody they feel
1: they need to be guarded around. And perhaps protective around. They may sense an energy in you that's familiar. That was uncomfortable when they were growing up.
2: So they're more standoffish. Kindness. Kindness. Is. The way to change. The anger that you're carrying.
1: Kindness to you. Not the others kindness to you and how you look at you and what you would like to do for you to help you create a body of being a thought process that you love to be with every day that grows and expands and allows more to come into you how much can you receive of all your desires and dreams and things you want to manifest How much are you going to be able to receive if you're in that space of anger? My guess, not too much, because that's my personal experience. Not too much. Doesn't mean you don't, but it's not at the level that you can. I hope this has made sense for you today. Please go back and listen again. Please like and share today's show with others. I am thrilled to have had you here and look forward to next week when we are going to talk about people-pleasing is a reaction as well. Part one. So until then, waves of kindness to all of you.
0: Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.